glory. Oh my God. Just the fact that I'm sitting here tonight. Glory be to God. And oh my God. And I have been called. Amen. Glory be to God. And oh my God. He's called me his friend. There was one time I was the farthest thing away from being the friend of God. Amen. Going and doing anything that I wanted to do. Amen. Glory be to God. But oh my God. Something got a hold of me. Amen. I went to a meeting one night and my heart wasn't right. And something got a hold to me. And it goes back and say it was the Holy Ghost. Oh, my God. Because I don't want you to have to wonder what it was. It was the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Got a hold to me. Did an inside, outside work. Amen. I tell you, God, oh, my God. He's still in the saving business. Amen. Glory be to God. He's still in the healing business. Glory, oh, my God. In the name of Jesus. And he gave me power. To, oh my God, and translated me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, a kingdom of light. Do you know the difference between dark and night is the difference? Lord have mercy. That's a big difference. And that's a big change in my life. Amen. I don't do the things I used to do. Amen. Amen. I don't do some of the things that I used to do that wasn't pleasing in God's sight. I don't do those things anymore. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Glory be to God. I don't do those things. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. I don't do those things. Amen. Glory be to God because he had bought me out of sin. I'm saved. Well, what are you saved from? I'm saved from sin. Glory be to God. Ah, my Santa. There's no shame now. Glory be to God. I thank you and I just praise you, Father. Oh my God, how Hey God, in the name of Jesus, God have redeemed me. Amen. Glory be to God. And if you would say to someone, well, they say, well, I'm saved. What are you saved from? If you're still in the same things, the same sins that you was in. Amen. Oh my God. You can't say that I'm saved and I'm still in the same thing. Hey, because there'll be a difference between night and day. Glory be to God, my Santa. Hey, my God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. This is Christ Like Ministries. I am Ambassador Susan Bazell. Amen. Glory be to God. And I don't take my pastorship lightly. Glory be to God. I don't take it lightly. And I give God the praise tonight because it's his grace and his mercy that I sit here tonight. Amen. Ah, rabashikira basanya. Ah, yes, sir. And I give God the praise. Ah, I give God praise on tonight for the work that he done in my life. I am not with you. I can't testify about you. But let me testify about what he done for me. Glory be to God. Ah, masata. New life. Ah, my God. And today in America, uh, on the calendar, it says Palm Sunday. Amen. And we know that that was the day. Glory be to God. He rode into Jerusalem. Amen. On the donkey. And they laid the palm leaves down. And they was waving them and calling Hosanna. And today I'm still saying Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. We are saying worthy is the Lamb. That was slain for the sins of the whole entire world. Oh my God. 
You better get into this. Glory be to God. Ah, my Satan. Oh, my God. I just give God praise on today. And I bless him. Amen. Glory be to God. And I ask God to have his way tonight. Ah, oh, my Satan. Have your way. Order my steps in your word, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. And we're going to continue in this line of study. Amen. In Exodus. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. And we're going to go back to um, Exodus chapter 7 tonight. And we're going to we're going to pick up at verse 14. Amen. I just want to bring you up to speed. Last week we talked about serpents. Amen. Glory be to God. And how um, they cast their rod down and it turned into a serpent. And Pharaoh called for his magic magicians and they use enchantment. Oh my God. Amen. They were ah uh, Masata dealing with devils, amen, and demons and evil spirits. And they gave them the power, amen, to also cast their rods down that their rods, amen, became serpents. And Aaron's rod ate their rods up. Amen. And God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're going to start right there tonight. Amen. Exodus 7. Amen. And 13. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart that he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had said. Now, who is this hardening Pharaoh's heart? This is God hardening Pharaoh's heart. He's already told Moses and Aaron, I'm going to harden his heart. Amen. Um, God. Amen. Over in um, verse 3. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt, my God, and bring forth my army and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgment. So he's laying his hand on Egypt. Because he's telling Moses and Aaron. See, because sometimes, amen, if we don't know what's going on behind the scenes in the spiritual realm, we might think, well, this is just the devil. Amen. But God is saying, I, I am the one that's hardening his heart. Amen. I am hardening his heart because I don't want him to let them go. Because I'm going to bring them out. Amen. By great judgment. Amen. Because the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And he is the one that's hardening Pharaoh's heart. Because when we go through and look at this, amen, we will see that a hardened heart, amen, a heart that's not right towards God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. And it can't bring forth. The, the, because when we go to the book of Matthew, we're going to go to in a little bit, amen, to see the parable of the sword, amen, that the, the seed doesn't take the word of God, have no, no place to grow, amen, glory be to God in a hardened heart, and Jeremiah 17 and 9, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it, God told um, Samuel, when he went to anoint David, 
and his brothers were there. And he said, surely this is him, looking at the outward status of him. And God told um, Samuel, he said, see, y'all look, man looks at the outward appearance, but God, I look at the heart. I try to raise up a man's heart. Just, you know, he come and, and, um, and you look at a person and Jesus gave a parable in a goodly array, array apparel and all of this. And you say, come and sit up front. But God saying, you know, y'all have respect the person. Amen. Based on the outer. But God is looking at the inner. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Oh, my God. And all promotions come from God. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We give God the praise tonight. Precious Father, in the name of Jesus, as we go into this teaching tonight, Father God, I ask you to have your way tonight. Oh, Father God, my will is to do your will, God, to give you the glory, to teach this lesson with the anointing that you have given unto me. And I thank you and I praise you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that I, uh, Katia Shiki, that I, oh uh, my God, decrease that you might increase, that you would use me for your glory tonight, that you would use and touch these lips of clay in the name of Jesus. And God, I just give you the praise and the glory and all the honor. And God, that this word will sink in our lives and change us, God, creating us a clean heart and renew your right spirit. Purge us with hits of God in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, because uh, as we get into this, God, we know that you are hardening Pharaoh's heart. And God, you harden men's hearts, Father. Oh, God, before you bring judgment in the name of Jesus. And God, we ask you, Father God, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, then please don't take your spirit from us. In the name of Jesus, creating us a clean heart. Give me your right spirit. In the name of Jesus, God, give us the ear to hear and to hear what the Spirit is saying into our church. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we give you glory and honor and praise. For our will is to do your will, Father. And oh my God, we know that our will and our, and our ways is not like your ways, God. Our thoughts are not like your thoughts. They are so much higher than ours are. And we come to you, God. We come to you, God. We come before your throne, Father God. And God, we know that we are naked before you. We know that you see us, God. Even right now, Father, you see us. You see all our motives, all our agendas. Father God, you see everything. Oh God, and I surrender all of this to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, every gift that you've given unto me and the anointing that you've given to me, I surrender unto you, Father. And I lay it at your feet tonight, Father that you may use me. In the name of Jesus, that I be low and humble, just like Jesus riding on that donkey, Father, that I be low and humble, and that I be meek and teachable, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I just give you the praise, the glory, and all of the honor, in Jesus' name, that you change hearts tonight. You change our minds, God. Give us understanding, God. We thank you for a spirit of wisdom and understanding and knowledge. We give you the praise tonight, God, that this word would bring, oh God, that this anointing would destroy yokes and lift the burdens from your people because your word is sharp and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, God. And we thank you tonight, Father God, 
in the name of Jesus for your word going forth and doing the work and setting the captives free. And we out of a secret of Messiah and we give you praise tonight, God. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh God, rain your fire down. Fresh fire tonight, God. In the name of Atia City, fresh fire. Arabasi Kotabasata. In the name of Jesus. Arabasata Diasata. Glory be to God. I said it, your feet. Arabasi Kotabasi Kotabasandiasata. I said it, your feet. Arabasi Kotabasata. Because you are the master. Arabasi Kotabasata. Oh God. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you, Father. And I give you the glory and the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. As we get ready to go into the word tonight, oh my God, I thank you, God. Oh my God, glory be to God. Oh my God. And as we look at Genesis and we look at Exodus, amen, and we see now the first contest is over because they recognize power. See, because that's why when, when they, and he said, tell him, Moses said, who should I say? He said, I am that I am. This is God. This is what God said to tell them that I am that I am. God is a covenant. He's a covenant-keeping God. He's cut covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said to tell them, I am their God. Amen. Not to get it confused with anyone else. Not to get it confused with these with these uh, false gods down here and, and uh, in Pharaoh. Amen. Because I'm going to show you my power. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. I'm going to demonstrate my power. Hey, my son, Arise, O Lord, and demonstrate your power. Uh, the in the ne- oh, my God. Your power divine. Amen. Glory be to God. Prophet is by them sung that song. Amen. And, and to God, arise and demonstrate your power. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. And I just thank you. Let's look at verse 14. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Amen. God is giving Moses, amen, the inside knowledge of what's going on with, with, with um, Pharaoh. And he's giving him the wisdom to know how to deal with Pharaoh and his heart being hardened by God. Not the devil. The devil is not in this. God is hardening Pharaoh's heart for a purpose. And that purpose is to bring judgment. When I bring my children out, I'm going to at the same time judge the land of Egypt. I'm going to put my hand there. My God. And and I'm going to judge them by great judgment. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. And I have wrote. 
some scriptures down. Let me let me go to. Uh, I want to do a little teaching. We're gonna do some teaching tonight. Let's go to Isaiah chapter six. Isaiah chapter six. And verse 10. See, here's prophet Isaiah talking. After his lips are cleansed, in the presence of God, he realizes, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. And after he's cleansed, his mouth has been cleansed. The prophet mouth needs to be cleansed by God. That the prophets speak what God say. Amen. Glory be God. Oh, okay. And he said, go, verses 9. And he said, go and tell this people, hear ye, hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat. And make their ears heavy and shut their eyes. These they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart. Oh my God. And convert and be healed. Then said I, Lord, how long? And he said, Until the cities be wasted without inhabitant and the houses without man and the land be utterly desolate. And the Lord have removed men far away and there be a great forsaken in the midst of the land but yet in it shall be a tent and it shall return and shall be eaten as a teal tree and as an oak whose substance is in them when they cast their leaves so the holy seed shall be the substance thereof now listen to what that said amen he's talking about um, make the heart of the people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes. These, now listen to the to the, what what it takes to be converted. Least lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart that they be able to see. With their, with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert to be changed, okay, to be changed when you converted. Remember what Jesus told Peter, Satan have desired to sift you as sweet, but I pray for you that your faith would fail you not. He said, and when you, Peter, are converted, Strengthen your brother and a lot to convert it. That means that you are all the way over. Amen. You are all the way persuaded. See, because remember, Satan desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith would fail you not. Amen. And when you are converted, he's letting him know. And there's going to come a time and you're going to be converted. And when that happens, then afterwards, 
you're gonna you're gonna strengthen your brother because Peter was the leader, and then you're gonna be able to strengthen them. And we see on the day of Pentecost, Amen. And even before the day of Pentecost, they all was in the upper room, Amen. And Peter was there, and and his faith, Amen. And the, all the other faith, they were there, they were praying, they were talking about Jesus, and they were talking about everything. Where they was waiting for the promise. And even when the day of Pentecost comes. And then Peter stood up and preached. With such boldness. Amen. Glory be to God. And over 3,000 men. Got saved that day. Glory be to God. There's a, there's a conversion that comes. When you see. When you see. And you begin to hear. Amen. And, and you begin to understand. In your heart. That I need to be saved. I need greater than what I got. Something is missing in my life. And I need to be converted. Glory be to God. Transformed. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And be healed. See, because he's telling. They're going to be converted and healed. To see with your eyes and proceed. To hear, you know, to hear with your ears and to understand with the heart. And that's what Jesus said. Hear what the Spirit, he that have an ear, to hear. Hear what the Spirit is saying until you today. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. In Mark the 6th uh, chapter, verses 45 through 46, we see the disciples' hearts are hardened. Amen. When Jesus comes, let's read that real quick. When Jesus comes walking on the water. Amen. Let's let's read that. Because I hadn't um I want to read that. I hadn't seen that. Glory be to God. Amen. And in studying, you know. Amen. This is after after he they had fed the Jesus had fed the five thousand with two, you know, fish and the five loaves of bread. Amen. Let's let me start at verse 45. Mark 6. Verse 45, and straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before Bethesda while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when Eve was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea and he alone on the land. Amen. Sometimes about the quiet times of prayer. Amen. And, you know, he said, go into your secret closet. He's saying, get away from everybody. And that you need some time alone with God. Amen. They had a, there's a hymn to say, I come to the garden alone. Amen. While the dew is still on the roses. And he walks with me and he talks with me. And he tells me I'm his own. Amen. To, to steal away. And it says, steal away to Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. To have some alone time in prayer. It's good to be in a prayer group and it's good to be to praying with people of like faith. Amen. 
But there's nothing like going and praying by yourself. Amen. Glory be to God. And when evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and in rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed them. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it to have been a spirit. And cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them and said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were so amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of the Gadarats and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straightway they knew him and ran through the whole region around him about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that he might touch if it were but the border of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. Did you see that? Their hearts were hardened. Amen. Matthew's, um, when I read this, the first thing that I thought about was Matthew's, um, 13 about the heart and how Jesus gave the parable. And the great multitude came and he spoke in parables. Amen. And and uh, it wasn't for them to know the mysteries at the time. But the disciples came to him alone and he would always expound to them what the parable meant. And so look over to you. Look over to uh, Matthew 13. He said, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no depth, no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who have ears to hear, let him hear. So he's putting this out here. 
He's right now sowing the word. And it's falling on all different types of ground. So now his disciples went back. Now listen to this. His disciples asked him, why do you speak in parables? Listen to what verse 11 says. It's Matthew 13 verse 11. He answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. For whosoever have, to him it shall be given. And he shall have more abundance. But whosoever have not, from him shall be taken away even that that he have. Therefore I speak to them in parables. Because they seeing, see not. And hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled. Feel the prophecy of Isaiah that I read to you earlier, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall not see, and shall not proceed. For this people's heart, listen at what this is saying, this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. This is not the devil. Their eyes, they have closed. Least at any time, they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted. And I should heal them. They deliberately don't want to be healed. They deliberately are rejecting the word of God. They are deliberately rejecting and closing their eyes because they don't want to be converted because they like what they're doing. Amen. And those people a lot of times have been turned over to a reprobate mind. So when we get to talking about the hardness of the heart, now listen to verse 16. But bless all your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. Now he's been a Jesus is been to go into the parable, the meaning of it. They have the right, because they are his disciples, to um, get the inside information, the insight of what this means. But the multitude that were out, he threw it out there. Amen. Just like the seer. You know, they talk about Johnny Appleseed, you know, the, uh, the, the folk tale. And he was planting apple seeds everywhere he went, right? And so just think about that. You got a sack and you just walking and you just throwing seeds. This is the word of God. This is what the preacher did. Amen. Amen. And they're throwing the words. They're just throwing it out here. And it's falling on, on Sunday morning. It's falling on all types of soil. The hearts of men. 
Now listen to what he says. Verse 19. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom. What is the word of the kingdom? The word of God. The gospel. Amen. That's why it's important to preach the scriptures and to read the scriptures. Amen. So when at the word of the kingdom, the word at the mouth of God, God's word, amen, whether it's the written word or whether he gives us an individual word, amen, glory be to God, the word that the preacher is preaching out. Now, remember, I'm not talking about, when you come on this, I'm always talking about the true men and women of God, amen, I'm not talking about the false prophets. I'm not talking about the false teachers and all of that that are leading you astray. But I'm talking about the, the, the preachers that have been sent by God. When they preach the word of God and tell you the Lord said this and this and that, this is considered still the word of the kingdom. Amen? And so when that righteous preacher is preaching, what God told him to preach. That's why it's so important. Amen. And he's declaring what the word of God is to your life. These are seeds that are going out. And they will bring forth a harvest. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to bring forth a harvest. Amen. Glory be to God. Because we see that Jesus, the disciples were with Jesus and they brought forth a harvest. And Jesus said, but one of you is a devil, talking about Judas Iscariot, the one that betrayed him. He didn't bring forth a harvest. You see? So they were all together. Amen. And Jesus was teaching them, and they was walking with Jesus. And one of them was the devil. So listen to the parable of the sword, Matthew 13. And when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom. Anyone, man, woman, or child, and understand it if not. When we hear the word and we don't understand it, amen. Then cometh the wicked one. Who is the wicked one? That is the enemy. Because the Bible said, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you would have life and have life more abundantly. So when you hear the word, whether it's a prophecy, whether you had a dream, you know, whether it was a vision, and we're talking about from God, and God tells this prophet, go and tell her this, because he wants us to understand, because it is so important that the Bible... um. Lord have mercy. That out of all our getting, get understanding. Amen. Because if you don't understand it, then the enemy comes and takes it. Is this what he just said? When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. Okay. 
was sown in his heart, but it didn't bring forth a harvest because the enemy came and stole it because they didn't understand. This is why we are told to study. Amen. This is why we should attend Bible study and Sunday school. This is why we need to read the word for ourselves. This is why we need to have a Bible study. This is why we got stuff like the daily bread so that we can read and meditate on this. We can read the scripture and meditate on it. Glory be to God. Amen. We got Bibles on our phones that we can play, play the word. Amen. Glory be to God. Because out of the fivefold ministry, the apostle, amen, the prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, and the teacher. We all we sometimes forget about their teacher. Teaching is very important. That's what makes disciples. Amen. Being followers of the doctrine of Jesus. Amen. The teacher being able to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Glory be to God. So we need all of this important. Amen. A lot of times we just think the apostle and the prophet. All of it's important because all of us are to teach the word. We, we proclaim the word. Amen. Glory be to God. That the word is powerful. Amen. Glory be to God. But if I don't understand it, the wicked one is going to come and steal it. Because he's letting us know what's happening in the spirit realm. Sitting in the church. Not paying attention to the word. The word going forth. You take, if there's a church and say there's a pastor, uh, let's just say there's a hundred people here in this class. And the word is going forth. It's falling on all different types of soil. It's falling on all different types of ground. The Bible said, break up the fallow ground. Glory be to God. Amen. And, and it's falling. Amen. All types of conditions. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. This is why we have the praise and worship beforehand. This is why Lord have mercy to help condition the heart ready to receive the word of God. Glory be to God. Amen. And to come ready. Amen. To worship and to receive from God. Amen. Glory be to God. Now listen. When any, I'm going to read that again. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. It's a seed and it's sown. Amen. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. So if you receive seed by the wayside, my God, you, you, you don't get it. It, it. it don't bring forth a harvest. Amen. The word was there, but and it was sown, and it's just like the devil had just plucked it up and gone. Okay? Now let's look at the other heart. But he that receiveth the seed 
into stony places. That's that's stone. Amen. That's real stony ground and really rock. Amen. When you see people begin to plant a garden, you see people um, as they are plowing and pulling up roots and they're pulling up the stone. Amen. They're getting the ground conducive to put the seed in so that it won't. Oh, my God. They're breaking it up the ground. Amen. The follow ground, the hard ground, so that they can actually get the seed down in the dirt. Glory. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. That's why they plow up the field first to get the rocks out of the way, get the branches and sticks and leaves out of the way so that the seed can get down in there. Amen. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word. You hear the word and anon with joy. Receive it. I receive Sunday. I receive it. I receive it. I'm shouting with the word and, and, and the word's gone forth. I'm just excited about it. I'm happy about it. I'm telling people. I'm posting this word. I'm doing all of this with the word. I receive it with joy. Look at verse 21. Yet have he no root in himself. I'm not rooted and grounded. Amen. I'm not abiding in the true vine so that I can bring forth much fruit. Amen. He said you can't be. The Father's will is that you be fruitful and bear much will. He said, but except you abide, abide in the vine, you can't do it. Yet have he no root in himself. He didn't say he don't. The church don't have no root. He's talking to individual people. This man or woman, you know, uh, have no root in themselves. They're not rooted and grounded in the things of God. Amen. They're they not steadfast in it. 